Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, Start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Volume. This is Prime Cuts. We're running it on a Sunday this week. The best of the Colin Coward podcast. Huge week. Two-time NBA champ Chris Bosh talks about balancing the egos of the Heat's big three and how he really felt when LeBron left Miami. Former Steeler coach Bill Cower take on the Packers, what to do with Aaron Rodgers, and why he thinks Tebow actually makes sense in Jacksonville. Ethan Strauss of The Athletic on a fascinating trend in the NBA ratings. It's not bad. It's just interesting. And Chad Millman of the Action Network and I discuss our picks for the NBA playoffs. But first, my top takes of the week. I get a lot of pushback on Tebow. And one of the criticisms I hear is, Colin, Tim Tebow was offered an opportunity to play tight end for Jacksonville. Of course he should accept it. Now, what you're telling me is that every time you get an offer in life, you should accept it. Let me ask anybody listening, do you accept every offer? If the answer is yes, you don't get a lot of offers or have a lot of options in life. Do you know how many commercials on the volume I will turn down? Cannabis commercials, I could take them. Money goes into my pocket. There's nothing my corporate partners, Fox or iHeart, could do. But I turn it down despite really good money. Because I don't think it's good for my relationship with big corporate sponsors doing cannabis commercials or other commercials of that ilk. The idea that I have to take every dollar offered, do you know how many companies are willing to pay for people in the public eye to do tweets and Instagram? I'm not the only talk show host that turns down stuff. 
Don't you turn down offers in your life? Do you take every offer? Tim Tebow, eight years out of the league, knows that Jacksonville going forward will be based on the success of Trevor Lawrence, a rookie quarterback. Tim's not naive. He knows how hard it is to be a rookie quarterback, the focus and attention you need. Tebow also knows Jacksonville is the number one Tim Tebow market in America. Tim Tebow doesn't have the self-awareness to go, you know what? (laughs) I'm a long shot to make the team. This is probably not great for a rookie quarterback. He doesn't need the distractions. Tim Tebow has a net worth over $10 million, I would guess close to $25 million. He doesn't need a third or fourth string tight end salary. And don't tell me he doesn't have the self-awareness to know he'd be a distraction. Tim isn't naive. Tebow mania is a brand. He chose the New York Jets over Jacksonville to elevate his brand. Look it up. The idea that Tim has to take this job because he was offered is selfish. And if you do accept every offer in your life, it only tells me you don't get many offers and you don't have other options. So I don't buy this TiVo naivete bullshit for a second. Tim's about Tim. He always has been. Tebow Mania is a brand. It's lucrative. And it jacks up his speaking engagement price the more he's in the news. Listen, the NBA playoffs have always been great. And the playoffs in general, they unveil the truth. And I've been saying this for weeks on Fox Sports. In the regular season, playing hard wins you 45 games. That is a big edge. You see a lot of these veteran teams resting stars, a lot of these top seeds, uh, the, the, the Milwaukee's Miami, Phoenix, Utah, resting players. I mean, Donovan Mitchell didn't play the last two weeks of the regular season for the Jazz. But then you get to the playoffs, and guys play hurt, and guys play more often, and everybody plays hard. And so the number one Knicks advantage, we play hard, has been lost. And they're an entirely limited roster. I mean, when Derrick Rose is your go-to at this point in his career, (laughs) you are not getting to the second round. So the Knicks are a great story. They've got a great foundation. You know, if there's any advantage for a New York sports fan is that Julius Randle and his agent don't have a lot of leverage in the next negotiations. The reality is the playoffs are when everybody watches the NBA and every scout and every general manager and every vice president and every owner saw how mediocre, in fact, mediocre's kind, how awful Julius Randle was. So he's not going to have a big market, meaning, you know, can the Knicks get a little bit of a break? You cross your fingers if you're a sports fan in the tri-state area. Now let's get to Chris Bosch. You talk in the book about there's a difference between ego and confidence. And when you bring three and four stars together, I mean, first of all, pro athletes, you were all the best high school players. You were all the best AAU players. You were all the best college players. Many of you, you, LeBron and D. Wade, were all your best players on your NBA team. And there's this confidence, there's this confidence ego thing. I always tell people in sports talk radio, the reason I do the show alone because I only have to depend on me. And right. I'm I'm so obsessive, I'm not sure if I can find me. You know, right? <laughs> right? And so right. you you wh- know it'll get done, right? <laughs> ego and confidence. What was the balancing act like with you, LeBron, and, and D Wade? Um, I think after 
after figuring out our identity as a team, <clears throat> we had to find out the structure. And it was obviously one of those things to where, okay, if we don't address it, the media is going to eat us alive. We're going to eat ourselves internally alive. Brian is the number one option. <laughs> Dwayne said that. Okay, now that we got that out the way. Okay, obviously, Dwayne is number two. CB, you got to figure it out. <laughs> you know, that was <laughs> that was my job, you know. And, and, and some nights that would entail, hey, he's got the hot hand made. Let's make sure, you know, we get him the ball. I end up with 30 points and a win. Most nights, it was getting guys open. It was being the anchor on defense. You know, it was communicating on defense to make sure they know where they are, where the other players are and where I am, you know, to, to be a better defensive team. You know, I took a lot of pride in that. And, you know, uh, rebounding and, you know, it turned out guarding some of the best bigs in the game at that time. And, and you know, I had to – I eventually learned that those things were required but because without it, and this requires elite-level talent, you know, and the hardest part is <clears> – <throat> Nobody's really going to see it. They see it. <laughs> that was my challenge, you know? So I had to put myself in a place to know like, okay, I'm a part of a great team. I don't need to have these perceived individual numbers for everyone else to say, okay, Chris is good to be accepted. You know, I had to fall straight into the team and it was the best thing um, that happened for me. You know, dynasties are great for my business but I just saw a stat where five of the six highest rated NBA teams this year are teams that built through the draft. And so fans appreciate the build. They're your, our guys. You would have been that Georgia Tech, you're a Toronto guy. And then you go yeah. to Miami and yeah. there's a mercenary feel to it. Like hired gun, I'm here. Win. <laughs> did, but did it feel different though? It wasn't. And your basketball life had never been that. And all of a sudden now it's like star, 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 go together, play. Did it feel, was it less? Was it harder? Did it mean less? Did it go, did it go as deep as other basketball? I got to be honest with you, Colin. That's what I wanted. You know, I watched, I watched Mike win it with my own eyes in 91 and have the champagne on the trophy with his dad in the background. And then every year after that, I was in Houston when Clutch City went back to back, you know, we all watched the boy wonder Kobe Bryant rise to the occasion every single time at 21 years old. So like that was it. You know, that was it. I'm supposed to be here. And if I have to be a hired gun, man, you got the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And that was my attitude. But we all realized, you know, in that process, <clears throat> how hard it is to win an NBA championship. And to be honest, you get it any way you can. And that was my ambition at the time. But, you know, that's not to say, like I said, we played you know, we played a fantastic Spurs team who were homegrown. You know, so there's a lot of different ways to get it done. Um, it's just however the organization chooses to do it. And, you know, if, if, if it's a homegrown thing to where the fans can grow with that person, that's one thing that I missed out on. You know, a lot of a lot of people in the States didn't see what I was able to do in Toronto for those first seven years. And then a lot of people in Toronto was like, you know, disappointed in, in my departure. So, you know, there are some things that you do miss out on um, in doing in pursuing your dreams. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do things. And, 
you know, I'm fascinated to see how this current NBA will work out, especially with this Brooklyn Nets team that's, right. you know, that's out there. And we'll, you know, they haven't got that much time together, but we'll see if they could get it, you know, excuse me, get it done, especially with that homegrown Milwaukee Bucks team that they have to play uh, next round. You say tax in your book, book, uh, <clears throat> criticism is the tax on success. So your entire yep. basketball career, Chris Bosch isn't getting criticized. I mean, you are great and right. you are dependable. <laughs> right. And <Awesome>. then, <laughs> right. And then you go to Miami. Do you remember the first time that you read a, a, a negative Chris Bosch article or something and thought, shit, man, this is a, <laughs> this is a different lifestyle, Miami? Man, it wasn't an article. The articles were, you know, pick one, close your eyes and pick one. It was more so the social media because social media has it was really, really Instagram wasn't like that just quite yet. It was about a year or two away. But Twitter was still, you know, more of the way that you got the you know, information in the comment section. And I remember distinctly one day um, I was I think I was having a, it was a family reunion. It was during the family reunion. I'm looking at the phone, you know, <laughs> and I'm going through the things. I'm like, man, they didn't they did not like that parade before the parade. Huh? OK, <laughs> all right. Damn. Ooh, I should not be feeling like this, you know, and I had to I had to make the decision to stop, you know, focusing on those things and stop doing those things. And granted, that was the start of the tsunami uh, that came. But that distinct day, I remember like, OK, you're not in Kansas anymore. You know, that's when I knew I didn't know what was happening, but I knew that the unexpected was coming. And then I'm somewhere that I've never been before. And, you know, I, it's, it's funny. It's like I'm the dude like, oh, hey, guys, I'm from Canada. Shut up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt, you know. The Colin Coward Podcast, proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel's offering users the chance to play free. No deposit required. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel's offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. It's sweet. Why do you plan FanDuel? Well, the FanDuel Fantasy is an easy, easy to use app. You pick a new team every game. You compete for top cash payouts. Compete against your buddies in head-to-head -head matchups. For new users, FanDuel's offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with their 20% deposit match. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Cowherd. That's it. FanDuel.com slash Cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com slash Cowherd. They know we sent you there. FanDuel, just more ways to win. So you're a sports fan, right? That's why you're listening. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app, free, recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can, one, see the latest picks and articles from the Action Network gambling experts, two, compare odds from different sports books, and three, track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So if the game means more to you, Download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter.
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. When LeBron announced he was leaving Miami, Sad day or a realization, great things never last? Both. You know, both. Um, I, we wanted to, of course, get another crack at it. We were super disappointed. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't take that into account as well. It sucks losing in the finals. It sucks playing 82 games and in the playoffs and then getting your head beat in, right, in, 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 in the championship situation. So, uh, you know, not being able to three-peat was tough. You know, we had to get over that. But <clears throat> I, I came to later understand more his decision. At the time, I was, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I was hurt a little bit and, you know, disappointed and all those all those things. But, you know, eventually we had to move on and, 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 and another season starts. So we had a new bunch of guys to lead. And now everybody's like, hey, Chris, you used to shoot the ball in Toronto a lot, right? Can you do that again? And, you know, all right, cool, let's blow the dust off these knees and see what could happen. 
All right, let's get to Bill Cower, former Steelers coach. He's got a new book out called Heart and Steel. Bill, there's only two great football coaches in my life that have retired, and I thought they had at least 10 years left if they wanted to. Bob Stoops for Oklahoma and you. And I've asked Stoops more than once, isn't there the juice, just the, the, the college, the big games? And he said, not really. Like, I did it, and I'm proud of it, uh, and I, I have a life beyond that. Bill, I'll ask you the same question. The juice of it, uh, leading men, teaching, mentoring, has there been a moment where you thought, you know, I, I'm still pretty quick. <laughs> I could win in this league. You know, it's so funny, Colin, because since I had stepped down really at the age of 49, um, you know, I've been asked that question, been approached multiple times about numerous amount of jobs. And really, I just go back to the same thing. When I did step down at the time, it was because of family. And as I wrote this book, the memoir, the heart and steel memoir that I wrote, what you're going to see is I did not want to write a football book. I needed to write a book. It was football, family, and one's life's journey of lessons learned. And that's what this book is really about. And I think if you get to know me, as this book will show you on the inside, you'll see that I walked away for those reasons. And from that standpoint, do I miss it? Absolutely. I miss the competitiveness. I miss Sundays. I miss, I miss strategizing. I love, you know, competing against offenses and, and Mike Shanahan and Mike Holgram um, and, and try to find a way to get to his quarterback and bring one extra defender that you can block with. And so making those adjustments, working with players. I did not miss the lifestyle. The lifestyle was such at a time that with my wife, where she was, she was not in a good place. I stepped down because family was more important to me than football. Obviously, it did not work out the way that we wanted it to. She passed away three years later. And it's very detailed into this book that, you know, in my new life with my new wife, that I have more balance now in my life than they've ever had. Do I miss it? Absolutely. I miss Sundays. I miss even teaching. I miss training camp. I just don't miss the lifestyle of living in a bubble, particularly today when you're living in this social media world where everything you do, everything you say is going to be recorded. You have situations now where players can be more political, NFL, NBA. Players have more power. Aaron Rodgers, essentially, I don't want to play for Green Bay. Everything has changed. This, this was always an owner-GM coaches league. The NBA was more of a players league. That was understood. The CBA is, is stronger in the NBA. Um, it, it, how do you think you would have adapted to those challenges with Social media, players empowered, bigger salaries, like 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 the Green Bay situation. What would you, yeah. Matt Lafleur? I feel like is just stuck in the middle here. Yeah, but I mean, we're sitting here right now. I think the biggest thing that I always used to say, and let's be careful about saying and doing things in the off season, because I think that a lot of things can get misread, and a lot of times I think the noise on the outside is a lot greater than the noise on the inside. People tend to make a lot of, um, you know, they perceive things to be a certain way that they're really not. And I think you got to be careful not to overreact to that. You know, social media had just come in, calling in my last couple of years. As I said to them, listen, we're all in this together. And there's no need to use any kind of platform to discuss what you're like, what you like, or if you're concerned about something or bothered by something. I said, I have an open door policy. I will not sit here and talk about any individual thing publicly, which I never did. I talked about units, never talked about people. 
I said, but you come in and just, uh, just understand one thing. If you ask me the tough question, just be ready for the tough answer. Um, if you ask me why you're not playing, I'm going to say, because I don't think you're our best option right now. What can I do to do that better? Show me and prove me that you are a better option than what we're playing with. And so is that unfair? I don't think so. Is that what you want to hear? Probably not. Did you like it? Probably not. But you have to at least respect it. And so um, I would listen. You could vent. Tommy Maddox vented as you read in a book. After I drafted Ben Roethlisberger, you told me you weren't going to draft the quarterback. Why well, didn't know he was going to drop that low? Okay? So <laughs> it happened. All right? So, and, and, you know, deal with it. Show me the competitor that you are. Play and see what's going to happen. You know, so, and I think guys like Aaron Rodgers, when, 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 when Chan Gailey left in 1997, I talked to, to, to Cordell Stewart. He had his best year yet. Let's talk about who you want to I'm bringing some guys in. Ray Sherman in. I like Ray. Okay, it's hot, Ray. Ray didn't work out. He moved on to somebody else. So, you know, players will always will still be a part of it. I think that's the thing between pros and, and college. Rod Whitson would walk off the field. We need a blitz more. Okay, hey, Don, we need a blitz more. Rod just said it. He can do this. So I said, <laughs> you know, hey, you listen at the pro level. And I think that's the biggest difference I saw between college coaches and pro coaches. The college coach says something, you do it. They, the players will not question it because they're in college. The pro coach, you say something, they're going to say, why? So you got to say, well, this is what I'm thinking. Like, I can do it this way. Okay, well, try it your way. But if it doesn't work your way, then you got to do it my way. So you have to be able to listen to them, work with them, get them to learn to trust you. And that's the, the biggest thing I said. And I was blessed enough to go right from playing to coaching at the professional level, thanks to Marty Schottenheimer. And I saw that in how he dealt with players. I mean, preparation was everything to him. And I always wanted to make our practices. When he got to Sunday, that was going to be easier than it was during the course of the week. Sundays were going to be like, thank goodness we got to Sunday. So that was what we tried to create. So I think the players are, are pretty much the same, honestly. They want a sense of structure. They want a sense of direction. And they want people to be held accountable. And so I think right now you have great players like Aaron Rodgers. Listen to him. Just pull him in. If you're going to draft someone, tell him you're going to draft them. Okay, talk with him. You know, so just let him know. Let him be a part of it. He's a guy that's out there throwing. These guys going to be winning you championships or not. It's not you on the sideline. You don't step between the lines. The players do. Respect that. Urban Meyer, who I've known for years, is, is a curious guy and smart. Um, so I do think that gives him a great chance to succeed. And Trevor Lawrence is an insane talent. The Tebow situation is interesting, Bill, because it feels a little collegiate to me. It, it, I'm a little un and I love Urban. Do you worry that it? the question with Urban isn't that he's smart enough. It's that does he understand the sensibility of the pro game? The Tebow move feels almost collegiate or am I missing it? No, I, I, you know, I think he, he's good. He's got a young quarterback coming into the National Football League. I think he's picking a guy that and you talk about Tim Tebow, preparation, love of game, uh, unselfish. Um, he has all those things. What he just didn't have as a quarterback was a skill set that, that, that Trevor Lawrence has. So I, I, even though he's playing tight end, um, he's just trying to surround him with a guy that has that passion, that commitment understanding like I've been here this is what it's like to play in the NFL and you know and I think Urban feels comfortable to me he's like a guy's like a little bridge between Urban and Trevor 
he doesn't, Urban doesn't know really anybody else on that team, even though the other quarterbacks are getting to know him. Well, you know, Tim Tebow knows, knows Urban Meyer. And so Urban, that's his voice a little bit into the ear of Trevor without him being just him. So it's like, just reinforce the message because the players have to reinforce the message. The players have to take control of that locker room. And what he's trying to do is bring in some people that he can trust and he knows. Now, Tim Tebow has to also prove his worth or his word won't mean anything in that locker room. You know, if you players do know one thing, you can play or you can't, right? You, you right. can play or you can't. And so he better make it as a tight end and be a, have an integral part of the contribution. Otherwise, his input and his leadership would be kind of, um, it'll fall on deaf ears unless you show that you can play at a high level. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Let's bring on Ethan Strauss, the athletic, super smart guy, one of my favorite guys covering the league, maybe my favorite. Um, you brought up something very interesting this week because we've talked about this. LeBron not being in the finals, Steph not being in the finals is really, really bad for the league. Yeah. So the Western Conference, if it's Utah and Milwaukee, 
these will be the lowest ratings non-bubble in the history of the sport in at least the last 30 years. Yeah. And it's interesting. You brought up something that, that I had never thought of. You went back and looked at the local television ratings. You're calling for the athletic. A- and tell people who did not read it what you found. It, it doesn't shock me. I didn't think about it. But you examined what is clearly the case where fans appreciate loyalty. They do. They do. And no matter how many segments on ESPN where they're being lectured about how great it is that players are changing teams and pursuing uh, their individuality, no matter how many times that happens, the fact remains people like it. They like when a team drafts a player, when they get to know that player. And the player grows up before their eyes. So when you look at the local ratings, the recent report by the Sports Business Journal, very interesting. You look at the top six. What do you see in the top six? Number one, Steph and the Warriors. Even as a team that didn't make the playoffs, they have the best ratings in basketball locally. And it's not one of those markets, by the way. I mean, I don't want to get too derailed talking about Steph's drawing power, but it's, it's crazy in a kind of big market, big city action. This isn't a Cleveland. This isn't a Green Bay, you know. But they had the best ratings. And among them, the Blazers, the Jazz, the Bucks, um, and the Spurs, who don't have a drafted superstar building around, but they've got the familiarity of Popovich. And I might be missing one other that also has a drafted superstar in there. But the bottom line is that five of the top six most watched teams locally are built through the draft. They're not built through getting some mercenaries who come on over. And then conversely, You've got the Clippers and you've got the Nets with all their talent in the bottom five local ratings. Wow. And you might wow. say, and you might say, well, hey, they're little brother. The Lakers aren't in the top 10 coming off a championship, defending champions. So look, LA appreciates LeBron. They appreciate Anthony Davis, but they don't love those guys like they loved Kobe Bryant. And not only can we just say that, and it's all very subjective, but you can see it in the numbers. So David Stern knew this. He knew this. He wanted players to play for these teams for a long time. And it's a balancing act because you can't end free agency. I don't even think that's morally defensible, uh, even if it was impractical. Um, But it's definitely something the NBA should seek to encourage because that connection, that connection between player and team and market is a real thing. And it has real consequences when the connection is broken. So I grew up with parents. I've been working since I was like 16. Never had a year off. And I've never owned a second car. I don't waste money. It, I wasn't in, until I was 55 years old, I joined a country club, mostly because it gave me other things along with it, access to some workout facilities and restaurants and a place in Utah. I don't have a boat. I have one pair of golf clubs. I, I never want to be that guy that embarrasses himself as he gets older and, you know, drives around in fancy cars and a hair piece. You know, I, I want to be somewhat authentic. But I've got to ask Millman, because I've been thinking about this. I've made a good living, very good living. And I don't really do anything that would be bougie. But I am strongly considering something. And I thought about this. What would my parents say 60 years ago if I told them I've hired a lady twice a week to walk my dogs? Is that pathetic? I'm busy. I've got Fox. I've got the volume. I've got kids. I work out. Like 45 minutes for both dogs twice a week? Or does that sound just inexcusably apathetic? 
I'm going to have to talk to Millman about this because I'm really struggling with it. I don't have boats. I don't have second cars. I don't go on crazy vacations. I don't have any jewelry. I don't wear a watch. I don't spend money on anything other than betting and winning NBA NFL bets. But I am considering hiring somebody to twice a week walk my dogs because the volume keeps me busy. So right now you can't see them, but I'm talking to a lot of guys at the volume. I'm looking at three guys. Guys, raise your hand if it's pathetic or reasonable. Pathetic, raise your hand. Uh, got a semi-raised hand. <laughs> oh, fully raised. He went all the way. All right. Chad Millman, chief content officer of the Action Network, joins us. Is it douchey? I don't own a second car. I have no jewelry. I don't own a boat. I grew up with frugal parents. I tend to be a saver, half of my income if I can. I am considering hiring a twice-a-week dog walker because I'm busy. Douchey or not douchey? Dude, that's not douchey. That's called managing your life in the most effective way possible. Douchey is you decide, I don't really know how to sail. I'm kind of afraid of the water, but I make so much money. I'm going to go buy the biggest boat I can possibly buy leave it in the dock, and then just invite friends over to have a drink. Getting a dog walker twice a week, that's a matter of running your life efficiently. But my parents, can you imagine telling your parents 60 years ago, yeah, I hired somebody. I pay them pretty good money to walk my dog. There's so many things you can't imagine saying to your parents 60 years ago that we do today that I can't use that as like the barometer for why I would or would not do things. Like 60 years ago, if I had said to my parents, perfect, exa perfect example, Colin, perfect example, as we have often discussed, you left ESPN to go to Fox. I left ESPN to help launch the Action Network. When I was taking this job, the job was located in New York City. And my wife and I, my wife is from New York. We had lived outside New York before I had gone to take over as editor-in-chief of the magazine at ESPN and moved to Connecticut, right? So we were thinking, wow, this will be great. We're going to move back to New York City or the suburbs of New York. My older son at the time was 14, was just starting high school. And he's like, yeah, have fun in New York, but I'm staying in West Hartford. And so we decided I would go to New York two to three days a week. And the rest of the family stayed in West Hartford. He went to high school here, was perfectly happy. Can you imagine 60 years ago, the older son getting to decide where the family lives because the father has a new job that is potentially more lucrative and better for the overall family? No, that would never happen. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, my dad would have said, well, my dad wasn't around much anyway, so <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah, but any most dads who were around would say, I don't care what you think. I am the boss of this family. This is what we're doing. Have you ever done anything, though? Like I bought a boat in Portland briefly because we, we had a place by the um, Willamette River. And I went on it twice and I got a job at ESPN and I had to sell the boat. and I lost some money. And I really looked at that and it. I really thought to myself, boy, you thought you were a big shot, had to have a boat guy, burned, lost a bunch of thousand dollars. You ever done one of those? Oh my God. Have I ever done one of those? What's the biggest That's waste my... of money in your life? 
Well, I can tell you one that's even that's even recent, which isn't a, a huge waste of money, but it's contextual, which is, you know, everybody was talking about Top Shot, right? About maybe late February, early March. Top Shot, those those basketball yeah. cards yeah. that are NFTs. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm missing out on Top Shot. I got to do it. And like in that range, we knew we were in the process of potentially selling this company. So I was more willing to like make stupid financial decisions on the bet that yeah. this thing might come through. And so uh, everyone's buying Top Shot. I had tried to buy three or four of them and kept getting shut out. Like either the site shut down in the middle of my bid or one of the things I wanted got priced out way too high. And I was just feeling impulsive and angry that I wasn't getting a piece of this this sort of hot new market. And so I bought a... Um, it was before the all-star votes were cat were finalized and the prices and a lot of guys who were speculate who was speculating might make the all-star team they were starting to go up and i'm like who's the the top shot that i can buy that if he makes the all-star team it's going to explode i spent 650 dollars on a demontis sabonis top shot no joke it is now being sold. He made the all-star team, won the skills competition. I'm running around the house. I'm like, oh my God, my top shot's going to explode. My kid is like, oh my God, dad, you're a genius. I think it's selling for 50 bucks right now. Well, that's that was an economic decision that will cost you dearly the rest of your life. So yes, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the butt bucks over the nets. But here's the thing. There are different odds for the Bucks winning in a sweep, four to one, four to two, four to three. I'll take the Bucks over the Nets on FanDuel, okay? Action Network. What's the best bet if I, which I am, am a guy that likes to bet, but I need guidance of all the lines in the series? Because my feeling is it's Bucks win four to three, but that's probably not. The best odds. What are the sharpest odds? If I like the Bucks, if you like the Bucks, I, I will tell you. Sometimes the best decision is to wait because these things change so frequently. Now, in that first game, the Nets are going to be the team that is favored. They are going to be the team that is home. If you like the Bucks. And the Bucs end up coming out, they have one of those Bucks games, right? Where they don't shoot well, where Giannis is playing out of control. And the Nets have all three guys playing at full strength in the exact way they're supposed to be playing. They could, they could destroy the Bucs in that first game. Then you are going to get such better odds if oh. you like to win the series. And so you got to think like betting on series is fascinating. And a lot of professional bettors do it um, because they do like the interplay. Like they will have an opinion going in and maybe you take a little taste on the bucks right now, right? Maybe you like the bucks to win the series. Maybe you like the bucks to win in seven. So you can make that bet. There's probably odds on the bucks to win in seven. You could also take a little taste on the bucks to win outright. But if you want to go big, let this thing play out a little bit. And then what happens is as it goes on, you can start doubling down on certain games where you think the Bucks 
have the biggest advantage or you can hedge. If you feel like you've overinvested on the bucks and it's not looking as good as you think, you can buy back by betting on the nets in certain games. So the, the betting on the series is a fascinating way to do it and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, to your point, I'll take Brooklyn game one, nets in the series or, or bucks in the series. That's interesting. Now, the other yeah. series, which is interesting, I like the Suns over the Nuggets. In fact, I think that's the best bet. I think the Suns are better and healthier. They were better in the regular season. Um, I think they're too Jokic dominant. I mean, Chris Paul doesn't have to be great. He just has to be on the floor, and Phoenix is fine. Um, your thoughts on the Suns-Nuggets series? The Nuggets are plus 172. The Suns are minus 215. I like Phoenix in this series. Your thoughts? Yeah, I like I like Phoenix too. To me, the Suns getting past the Lakers was the biggest obstacle. Yeah. Because it was as much mental as it was uh capability on the court. And when you get Chris Paul injured and then he plays his way back through the series and he is clearly totally healthy now. Um against the Nuggets, you think about the matchups, DeAndre Ayton against Jokic, obviously Jokic has the advantage, but at so many other positions, the Suns have the advantage. Yeah. You know, am I Austin Rivers or am I Chris Paul? Am I the number two guard on the Nuggets or am I Devin Booker? Like that's where you start to think about, oh yeah, of course the Suns should be favored. And I think the Suns advancing to the conference finals is going to be fascinating because I, I, I woke up this morning and I'm like, I think the Suns could come out of the West. That wraps it up for the week. We're heading into another big week here at The Volume. Make sure to subscribe and follow us at The Volume Sports on Twitter and Instagram. The Volume. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. 
You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.